All right, hello everybody, and welcome to another episode of Input Output. We're joined once again by the opinions that you came here to listen to, uh, MC Amazing and Mr. Gaming Lift, and I, the dude who stays in the background because he knows you're not here to hear me, Rexon Max. So how are you gentlemen doing today? <laughs> I'm doing pretty good. Um, I, first, I want to say, hopefully my mic sounds better today for everybody to be watching because <laughs> I got to I don't know what my mic was doing backflips last week, and I was sounding like I was at a night. I was at the clerk at a 1970s drive-through, you know. But I think today the issues are straightened out, and, and as we always say on this podcast, even before we start, you know, uh, recording, going live, technology works until it's time for you to do something. So that's you know, that's just how you got to live with it sometimes, man. Everything will be perfect as soon as you press record. Everything just like nope. So, uh, but yeah, I'm good, man. Um, glad to be back for another uh, episode of Input Output. Talk about these topics. You know, a little bit in news this week for uh, fighting games. Not too much, but you know, we're gonna hop right into it. I'm gonna pass it off to my boy MCE Amazing. Mike had a hard night in ATL. Huh? I, I guess so, man. <laughs> I, I have no idea what, <laughs> what was going on, man. <laughs> Yo, man. Well, I will say, Mr. Game and Lift, thank you for, uh, first off, first and foremost, for that pass off. But also, I'd like to tell you that, yes, your microphone is sounding quite crispy today. Okay, so good, good. I think, like, yeah, think, <laughs> think we're, think we're in the, we're, we're in the, we're in the green here, man. We're in the green. I think it was Craig. What's going on, everybody? I think uh, it was Craig. It was Craig. You yeah, had to take our, had to take our mama's belt for it, did it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, yeah, man. Like as always, we're glad to be here once again for another episode of Input Output. I really appreciate these two guys tolerating me every single week. You know, with the amazing spew of ridiculousness. I'm not gonna hold you guys for too much longer. But uh, yeah, once again, congratulations to Mr. Gaming Lift for a new microphone, and I'll pass it off to our boy, Mr. Rexon Max. Rexon Max, how are you doing this morning? I guess. Oh, you bought a new microphone, Devin? No, it's just the same one. I just took that other. Uh... Pop field, I put the other one back on. Oh, okay. Gave it some discipline. Oh. I got you. <laughs> but um, I'm doing good. I mean, it's it's great to be here this week. Um, as always, you know, happy to be able to do these fighting game topics. You know, I try not to take it for granted. You know, many people look back and wish they could have done stuff. So it's great that we are actually doing the stuff that we enjoy doing right now. The world. Because, you know, we first started off just covering events, but since it was no events, it was like, what the world are we going to do? But with the advancements in technology, I remember E saying, like, hey, man, you know, we could do a lot of stuff online. I'm like, what are you talking about, bro? Like, we, you need to be in person with cameras to do stuff. And then next thing you know, Discord and Streamlabs came in for the win. So, uh, but enough of my spewing. First topic, what's one of the hardest fighting game? Started off wrong already. Which fighting game had some of the hardest AIs that you've ever encountered? Uh, I can remember growing up, uh, my family used to always tell me, or my, you know, the ones that play video games, the way you get good at Smash Brothers is you have to uh, do a handicap match with you against three AIs, and they all got to be on level nine. 
and you got to come out on top. So back then, for me, they seemed like some of the hardest AI. Well, you know, uh, yeah, probably, that's probably, you know, yeah, I told you, man. The hardest AI ever fight. Electronics, man. But which game had some of the hardest Scott ones? Scott is evolving, man. As you know, Kaze has just came man. out. And people HVAC, saying uh, he's people out here throwing bows, elbows. I said the same thing twice. That's probably why my mic wasn't That's probably why my mic wasn't working last Stuff like that with his amazing combos and moveset. So which game is that for you guys? Terminator's game. Speaking of Skynet. Speaking of Skynet, I think they just put uh, Terminator 2 Judgment Day back on Netflix. Classic. No, and I will not. Well, oh. I might watch it to laugh at it. I might watch it to laugh at it. <laughs> quick, quick side note. <laughs> Me and the pre were chatting on PlayStation. He's like, man, let's make the next, let's make a Fast and Furious movie. He's like, I'm like, you for real? He's like, yeah, man, we could write a script for it. Get people, because we were just looking at the ridiculousness of it. He's like, man, this this movie has gotten out of hand, man. Yeah. <laughs> somebody, yeah. somebody put a tweet on Twitter. I think it said. When was the last time you heard in the Fast and Furious movie on your mark? Wow. Now you like once. They in space, bro. Man, I, I, I think I said something like <laughs> Fast and Furious DLC for Mortal Kombat. This guy. I was the only one. <laughs> um, I'm gonna have to say Mortal Kombat, man. Like old school Mortal Kombat, I don't think there's any comparison, man. You play the computer, you play arcade mode on Mortal Kombat 2 or 3, you will not get a button in edge wise. They have an answer for everything. They are walking forward constantly. If you just stop and walk back, they're walking forward. They're running you down. You try to do anything, you jump in, they uppercut you. It's just they jab you. It's it's hard, man. Like, I, I would say that, like, of course, those games, those older games back in the day in the arcade, they had to be hard because, like, the people didn't want to just, they want to make money. So if you put a quarter in and just, like, beat the whole game, like, I'm the champ, like, like, ain't made no money off of you. But they got to make it hard as possible to put, make you put 10 quarters in there 
like, man, I can't beat him. They know it's like the game is fun. You're like, man, I got to get better. Ain't no way it's AI going to beat me. I'm going to beat this game. You just keep putting quarters in it. But Mortal and they, and they, I think they definitely translated it well in like some of the uh, console releases. Cause I remember they made um, they had a MK Arcade collection on PS2, and then I think they did a collection on PS3. Like they re-released the games, and it was still just as hard. I'm like, yo, like this is the first, the first fight. You want the first fight? They, I'm like, bro, get off me, man. They, they will. You sit there and block. They gonna jab block you. They gonna block jab you to do. They walk you down, like they throw you. You sit there for one second too long, you know, throws back then did like 30,000 damage. So you sit there for too long, blocking you, throw you, they run up on you, jab, jab you. It's it was insane, man. Mortal Kombat got to be some of the hardest AI, man. <laughs> like they just they just don't stop, they gotta answer everything. You jump up, oh, you get anti air, you think about doing something, they gonna counter it. Like that's one of the things I didn't really understand, but some AIs, like. It's almost like you read my mind, like are you read my inputs. Sometime before I do something, I'm like, how did you know? How did you do a counter to something? How did you know I was gonna do that? But I, I gotta give it off to MK, man. Other, other honorable mentions was like Street Fighter, like old Street Fighter 2. They could be they could be relentless. Um but Mortal Kombat, man, they they are legendary. Like I have I have vivid images of just fist in my face in that game. So it's Mortal Kombat for me. Um, you know, for me, and I don't know, yeah, I don't Vegas know how sound, other people out there feel Vegas about this game, more but like I was saw, um, truck bag. You know? For me, the game with the hardest AI growing up was uh, Street Fighter Alpha Three. I thought like some of the um, some of the enemies, like <laughs> I would say that Street Fighter Alpha Three had the hardest uh, AI for me. That that that's it, man. Unnecessary hate, bro. Man. What you mean? Did you have bro just describe Vega? That's definitely necessary. But like I said, man, if you, if you ain't got no haters, you you doing something wrong, man. So, you know. Or people telling the truth about you and you won't realize it. Yeah, man. Well, side, side note, you know, another uh, arena fighting game that was hard. Like, those older Naruto arena fighting games, those those AIs used to frustrate me on hard and stuff. You'd be like, man, I don't know where you getting this super off, man. Like, I saw it coming. How are you doing this? But outside of that, uh, Evan's right. For me, when I was growing up, Street Fighter was like, Alpha 3 was just like, they did read your mind. Like, you know, for a while, like, it took me years to get to beating them bison without struggling. Like, until I realized, like, okay, I can learn a pattern. You know, like, whenever he teleports, just low heavy sweep, you know. Uh, do that a lot, you know, because he's always teleporting from one side of the screen to the other. Low sweep. Whenever he does his uh, psycho crusher, low sweep you know like you could just low sweep this man to death and he's also right as soon as your feet leave the ground like he, he's psycho crusher and then if you, you so have him do it when he when you can block then your uh your stun meter is just like gone like <laughs> it's just like he gonna rob you one way or another and then it seemed like with the psycho crusher there was no really set like damage it did it just seemed like it was it's just a large like it just took off whatever it felt like at the time like it was random but it was gonna be a lot either way <laughs> you know but man i tell you the the two characters that would demoralize you on that game like was like evil ryu and shinokuma when you got to fighting them like on hard they would demoralize you like make you feel like well mr game and lift you make you feel like you just need to put down the stick and never pick it back up again like 
Like I'm talking, especially Akuma, like he doing like just flashy combos on you, like it's just easy, you know. I mean, just invincible framing, like all types of stuff. It's just like, man, why am I, why am I even trying, you know? And then you try to go get your big cousin to beat him, and you whoop up on him, and everybody looking at each other, just like, I guess he won't be unlocked. But uh, yeah, so, <laughs> so uh, those are those are my two, but. Yeah, that, that Vega, man. But you know, everybody know how I feel about Vega. We ain't got to keep going. So, anybody else got anything to add on the hardest AI before we move on? I, I will say, I know you mentioned Smash at first. I, I think Smash AI was kind of tough. And quick side note, and I they they were so wrong for this, but I know everybody remembers the infamous beat uh what 20 what, what was what was the uh the special thing in smash melee the, the last one you had to beat all the the um wireframe characters to unlock sonic i'm pretty sure a lot of people have been hoodwinked just like i was and got good enough to beat it you know after hours of turmoil and fighting these super high level ai and then you beat it and it's like where's sonic at he ain't nowhere that's where he is he in the game called Sonic. He not in Smash Brothers Melee. So I just want to say, you know, that was a, a lot of wasted time fighting those hard AI to get something that was never there. So Man, they used to suck back in the day during them times where you hear of a rumor and it was really no way to disprove the rumor. So you go on and trying to do like these impossible stuff and it's a lie <laughs> in the first place. Like, come on, man. At least you gave me something to do this weekend, but in still. In yeah, right. I think with endless man, you had to be 20, 20 of them on nine level nine. I think that's what it was—an endless match. I used to say some stuff like during World Tour mode on the hardest mode, you got to double perfect at least three people, <laughs> and it'd be like, "How that's gonna happen?" Like it's on the hardest mode, double perfect, and then you know all them times you lose, you would get man just cut off the system real fast and cut it back on. <laughs> It's salt. <laughs> Is this supposed to like? <laughs> Why not just leave it all? Man, anger. You just doing whatever. Like you could just end game. You'd be like, nope. I remember so many times on the Super Nintendo, just hurry up and click, click, like cutting it off and cutting it back off. <laughs> oh man, what is the point of this? <laughs> I don't know. I guess it just made you feel a little bit better, like you just assaulted the Super Nintendo. Like it just did, like it, like it was responsible. But um, so we can go on to our next topic. So, <clears throat> so KOF fifteen, as we know, has been delayed until early twenty twenty two. But on top of that, recently we've been seeing that they've been delaying, you know, the their character trailers. At first, it was known that every week, I think every Wednesday during our time of the week uh central time it would be around like eight eight o'clock they always release them somewhere around there um so it was kind of known that that was going to be the pattern that they're going to be doing but recently it seems like they've been kind of stalling them delaying them and some people are thinking like this is really killing the hype you know it's understandable that the game has been delayed for health concerns and stuff but at this point you know should you still be 
delaying trailers and stuff like that for a game that was really kind of supposed to be released this year so it really kind of makes it's making some people think that it's killing the hype and makes them skeptical of like you know is there something going on with the game that we don't know about so go ahead and give it to you guys do you feel like them delaying these character trailers is really helping or hurting the game or do you feel like it's something that just really doesn't matter at all starting with you mr game excuse me so I, I think I just thought of something that it could be an issue or could be the reason why the, they're delaying the uh, character trailers. And since the game is was intended for release this year and now it's having to be pushed back, maybe the amount of characters that they had was evenly spaced out to the way the pace they were going beforehand to keep up to release for the original date. So maybe now they're like, well, man, if we keep up the same pace with the characters that we had planned for trailer releases, Maybe we'll run out of character trailers. So we have to be like make up for some losses. That that could be a that could be a very good reason why they might be uh, delaying those trailers. Um I do personally think that with this game in particular, KOF already kinda fifteen in particular, started off rocky with the um like the onset of like pushing out information about the game. You know, when it first was announced, we just got a KOF fifteen just got a logo. So it was like a lot of logos, a lot of steel shots before we got any moving trailers and seeing any attacks. And then the first, the first trailer that we got was very rocky. Like the first few were very rocky. So it's already started off rocky and it kind of got smoothing, sailing, smooth sailing a little bit, you know, in between. But now it's back. It's like, man, it kind of going back to square one a little bit. So in terms of that, when you have a game that already started off rocky and now you're like, okay, we did land it. And now we're going to delay the trailers that you're going to see. It is going to kill the hype a little bit, I think, for some people. You probably have those that are very excited about the game, but like, you know, I don't care. I just, I just want to see some footage. I just want to see the new characters, the trailers. I can't wait till the game comes out, but I, I don't know, man. It's, and everybody, I, one thing I would say, like, people want to see, like, the rest of the characters, but it's like, I think people want to kind of get their hands on the game, like maybe a beta or something, something of that nature. Because now it's just like, man, you, you it was already been delays and this, that, and a third, and now we got a delay again, and now we got trailer delays. So it's just like, I don't know, man. I want to see them succeed for sure, but I just think right now, like, if the game comes out and it's outstanding or these, like, next trailers that they show are really good, it might not really do much harm. But, you know, um, I think the last trailer was with uh, Vanessa, I think, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Uh, she looked cool, uh, although her hands are, like, entirely too big that was my only issue with that trailer like her arms like she she got like orangutan arms and her hands look like they're three times the size of a person's she like played the nba in the offseason y'all go back up she she definitely looked like she could palm two basketballs with one hand like go back and watch that trailer and look at the perspective of her hands i'm like okay i don't i don't know what they did with these hands but she looks cool i mean she's you know the typical boxer very dudley ish you know steve foxes so um, I don't know who they're gonna put next. Hopefully, they bring somebody that just knocks, just shatters our expectations for the next one. I mean, shoot, give us Rugal. I, I know if you if they were to do something like that, give us a Rugal trailer or something. Everybody be like, oh, Rugal's gonna be in the game, something like that, you know. Uh, but if they just if, if, <laughs> if the next show just some regular small Joe, they'm like, man, like I, I don't know, man. I, if, they, if they bring out Billy Kane next, people gonna be like, man. I don't know. I don't know. There might be a lot of Billy Kane fans out there, but you know, I, I'd be pretty excited if they brought out Billy Kane. 
I, but I just feel like they, they need to bring a boss scared out for the next show or something, man. It just be like, oh, man, he going to be Hopefully in the game. Oh, I got to play it down the road. <laughs> oh god but I, yeah I, hopefully they bring some like super crazy trailer for the next one that they do or even do like a collaboration trailer team trailer or something because if they bring out like Bob the Builder for the next one it's gonna be rough man if they show Bob the Builder for the next character trailer it's gonna be rough man so that's all I'm gonna say I'm gonna pass it off to E man Jesus man so yeah, I, I will I, I will agree with some of that. I will say that yes, if they do bring out <laughs> Bob the Builder for the next one, I'm not going to be happy. I'm going to be very frustrated, or, or even worse, Billy from down the road. You know what I mean? Like I just <laughs> nah, it's not gonna it's not gonna work for me, bro. So that's number one. Number two is yeah, I do think that the uh, that it has effect it has adversely affected the um the hype for the game. I wouldn't necessarily necessarily say that it's killing the hype, but it's definitely not doing it any favors. You know what I mean? Like, I think in a lot of people's minds, King of Fighters is kind of a niche, like, fighting game title. I'm not saying that like, everybody thinks that way, but there are a good amount of people, I think, that, like, kind of regard King of Fighters as a niche title. So, you know, it, it's... it The way that they were doing it before when they were constantly releasing trailers and stuff, it was kind of a, a way to kind of you know, generate, like, bring it to the forefront so people can kind of, like, you know, expand their minds as far as, like, King of Fighters is concerned. So, them having a de delay, I would say that it's, like I said, it's not necessarily killing the hype, I would say, but I would say definitely it's not doing it any favors because, you know, with, especially since they delayed the game entirely, and like, like Devin said, like, they could have a really good reason for delaying the character trailers. I mean, that's a, to me, that's a pretty good reason. It's like, yeah, our schedule was thrown off because we had to delay the game. So now we got to space it out a little bit more, which, I mean, you know, you're on one schedule and they change the schedule. Then at first you're like, ah, I don't like the schedule. And then eventually what? You get used to the schedule. And it's not like it's going to be like that much longer. I mean, we're, we're talking about what, 2022? 2022 will be here before you know it, man. I know that's really kind of scary to think about. But yes, 2022 will be here way before you know it. So I don't know, but yeah, it's definitely not helping the hype. Like the character trailers, I think that, uh, I mean, either way, we're going to have to wait for them to like put out the next one, but it's just like, man, yeah, it's not helping. And uh, hopefully the next character is somebody really cool. Like if they were to bring out Ryuji in the next trailer, I'd be like, all right, that's it. It's a done deal. I'm buying the game. I don't care. I don't care what the quality of the game mechanics are or like any of that stuff. I'm like, I'm buying the game now. They put Ryuji in the game. And like, I mean, man, whew, that would be really cool. And please, not as like DLC that I got to wait like two or three months for. Like, release them with the game, man, please. Anyway, yeah, that would be really cool. Anyway, um, that's my whole take on the subject, man. I think that, you know, I'm, I'm still waiting for the character trailers, but it is a kind of a, it's a little, oh, man, like now we got to wait more. Like, so I have a, a question for you guys. So we've had 21 KOF 15 character trailers, but that's 22 characters because we had one that had Ralph and Clark. So that was two in one thing. So with 22 characters, in my mind, I'm thinking that KOF 15 is going to be a game that has like a boatload of characters in it. So do you think 22 characters or, you know, 22, let's just say the 30 range is well enough characters for KOF 15 for the have at launch uh, with us thinking that the game is going to have a whole bunch because it makes me wonder, like, uh, how many characters they'll have for DLC. Um, so why would they be 
basically delaying character trailers when I'm thinking that it's already going to be a game that's going to have a bunch of characters in it. So in my mind, I'm like, they should already have these things ready to go. Unless they say, hey, we're just going to have a limited amount of character trailers before the game is released. And then just let y'all be surprised when the game comes out. So do you think there could be an issue that they're behind? You know, with us thinking there's supposed to be so many characters and you're delaying trailers, or do you just think like it's more of like what Devin said that maybe it's just a set amount of characters they said they were gonna do for trailers and then they have to spread it out a little bit more? Um I think KOL sufficiently gonna have a lot of characters. I think KOF has always had a a fairly big roster on release, like more than most games usually. Like KOF fourteen had what was it thirty something at release? Like at least I think there was there was a good amount of characters in that game at release. Um I think Yeah. Yeah. And they didn't have DLC, so I think it's gonna be it's the same case with fifteen. It's gonna be like thirty some characters at release. Um maybe forty max, I would say. Um but I think that, you know, so so what was what's been the schedule so far? Was it has it been like every two weeks for the originally it was every week every, every Wednesday or something like that? Yeah, every Wednesday. Okay, so I mean, if we think about it now, we're in we're still we're in July, uh, July, right? So yeah. that's until December, right? So that's like what four to like four to five month period, right? You got three weeks in each one. It's like twenty some more characters. I, I, I guess that could be feasible if they had that amount of characters, but um. Again, now with it being uh, delayed to early uh, 2022, it's like that could throw it off a little bit. Um, and I think they did they did two trailers with uh, multiple characters. Like it didn't Rio and uh, Robert were they in the same yeah, trailer? Yeah, Rio and Robert. Yeah, they had Rio and Robert, yeah. Clark and um, Ralph were in the same. Yeah. So that could be something as well. I just thought about when Rexon said it, like they might have had more double character trailers uh, planned. And part of it, that actually could be they were probably doing single character trailers at first, and then they were like, okay, well, as we get closer to release, let's start doing them in pairs. So now that they've gotten thrown off, they're like, well, if we keep doing pairs, we're going to run out of characters. So I think yeah. I think that's probably what happened. Because I, I think, well, and then they show with Vanessa and the character before her, so it's like, maybe they're switching it up. But it was, over there, it was like, okay, well, now we got to go back doing single trailers, or that was their plan originally, or it's because, like, those characters are pairs, like a team. So that could be it too, you know, like Ralph and Clark, they're teammates, metal slug team, and then you got Rio and um Robert, you know, the um team auto fighting. So, you know, that could have been with their plan. But I, I think it's just that even if they release like they had released a character every week, that's gonna be like 20, 30 some characters. So this game, like I said, I think 40 max for them. So just I found think it's out still that just 36 they, was the number um, that KOF 14 released with. Yeah, that's 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 most of like what three three five to five had what twelve to sixteen? <laughs> yeah, not thirty six. Yeah, so, and again, I mean, it's a team based game. It's a three v three game. So you you know you gotta if you have a three v three game, it's more than likely you gotta have a, a a lot of characters. I mean, unless somebody skull girls, but that was an independent fighting game at first. You know, um, and it still worked. I mean, it had like a different thing. You could do one, two, or three. Which yeah. I actually think would be cool to bring back to KOF, do like a ratio based thing. But yeah, that's that's what I feel happened. Yeah. Yeah, I think I kind of agree with that. I think like, yeah, like they probably had a bunch of like, like you know, there are a couple of a double 
like dual like trailers and they're just like you know what man yeah we're gonna be out of characters real quick if we keep doing these dual character trailers so then what do you do either one either one or two things either <laughs> either you like delay the what's call it um delay the trailer or you just say hey we're just going to make another trailer and split them up so we can string it out a little bit i mean you could do, technically you could do that that would be kind of i don't know maybe that might be a little bit more what do you call it economical as far as uh what's going on here with like these things because i mean you know you could be like yeah let's just split them into two different trailers so we can like string this along a little bit more man because we need more we need we need more characters i mean like in regards to what like a uh, was saying like yeah i think they're probably released with a decent amount of characters like you said 36 for king of fighters 14. think about it this way like they only introduced like what like four or five characters through dlc after that you know they, were, they didn't was, even add that many characters. They, they added four they added, each added. season. It was only two uh, seasons for KOF 14, I think. You know, I ain't yeah. no KOF expert, but... Yeah, what was the second I season? I honestly don't. I know like, they had Rock. Rock. And yeah, Rock, Whip, and uh, Ryuji, I think, for the first one. I think. For season else. one, it was Whip, Ryuji, it's Vanessa, like, it and Rock. Rock. For season two, it was Hedern, if I'm pronouncing that right. Oswald, uh, Nah. What is this? N-A-J-D? How you pronounce that? And then Blue Mary. Okay. That's cool, then. Yeah, so you're like... Yeah, eight characters is a decent amount of characters, but 30, they already had 36. Yeah. You know? Like, because I only, I only remember season one. But yeah, 36 is a decent amount to even launch with. So... That's a lot of teams, Yeah, actually. I mean, I guess you wouldn't expect it <laughs> to a, make, that's be a lot like... Of teams they released the game and then give us like five different seasons, like a Street Fighter or something. I guess you shouldn't expect that. <clears throat> but yeah, man, I, I think like, yeah, like the, uh, yeah, uh, the, the, the delay, I think definitely is more about like, you know, we're, oh man, we're off schedule now. Like we gotta, we gotta change things up a little bit. Um, would, you know, as opposed I would to think they would at least thing. have something else in the fire that they can release. Like, in my mind, I'm like, stay on schedule with, like, releasing the characters, but there has to be something else you guys can give us about the game. Like, maybe some, like, in-depth about, like, what's going on with the story in this game, if that's important in KOF. Um, right. You know, let us know more about the mechanics of the game. Like, what's new, what's different. A lot of people have seen some new stuff like in the trailers of the characters, uh, maybe like some type of a not like something else. Like, is there something else that you guys have planned to release in you know the upcoming upcoming to the game other than just character trailers? But you know who knows? Uh, it seems like this whole with the whole pandemic and everything, uh, it's really been like a struggle with KOF fifteen SNK to get this game released. Uh, and it seems like they're doing their best. So hopefully. Um, that 2020 release, 2022 release date sticks, because at the end of the day, when it's all said and done, we'll just want the game more than anything else. You know, once the game releases, we'll just judge the game off. You know, is it good? Is it not good? Are we having fun? Are we not having fun? So that's what's most important. So our next question is, um, Smash Brothers, they just released Kazuya. And it's known that there's only going to be one more character that's going to be released for the game, and that's it. You know, Sakura said y'all can leave us alone after that. So basically, there's raised questions of 
will there be another Smash game? Uh, as we know, in the past, we've heard from like the Smash Brothers camp Sakurai that it was a time where he just wasn't sure if he wanted to make any more games and stuff like that. But we're here with Smash Ultimate. So it's, you know, understandable that people are asking, is there going to be another one? So do you guys think there'll be another one or should there be another one? I mean, it's been around since 1999. So, you know, that's a good run. You know, I'm sure Ultimate is going to go into... 2023 2024 and if it goes into 2024 that's 25 years of the same franchise you know i mean what what more can you ask from them? you know 25 years so uh starting with you mr game and live uh what do you think will happen um at this point i feel like the only way with my personal opinion the only thing they can do is either reboot the game or just keep ultimate the, the smash for the rest of eternity because i mean they have three thousand characters Excellent. in the game you know we got one more it's going to make three thousand and one so it's like i don't know man um i mean like i said and if you reboot it people gonna be like man well we had like 80 characters the last game now we only got 20 so it's like i know i saw somebody on twitter say something about making like a uh a fighter specific pack or something like that fighter specific packs or theme packs something like that so i guess you like fighting game packs so you have maybe like some you know fighting game guest characters or platformer guest characters whatever i don't know but i think just ultimate is where it's at right now like they've kind of it's it's a great thing they have all these you know fighters and stuff in the game legit officially licensed mugen like let's be honest like it's actual mugen at this point we have a game where we got Solid Snake and Super Mario in the same game. Come on now. <laughs> so it, it's Mugen. Like people are oh, not, this is Mugen. I'm not I'm not hearing anything else. This is Mugen. Um yeah, I think a reboot or you just keep ultimate the way it is. Just keep ultimate. Um I don't know what they would do for the next system. Like, are they gonna make another? Like I said, they reboot it, do something different with the game. I don't know, maybe I don't even know if you can necessarily change the graphics of the game. Like, I feel like the way the game looks is how it's it should look, unless they make like some type of artistic changes with it, like art direction change, like it's cell shaded or something like that. I don't know. Um, Smash is a dope game, though. You know, Kazius is now in the game, and he's like, "I'm here, and uh, I will show you all how to how to fight." Um, one more character left. I don't. This last character to me, I feel like has to be something groundbreaking. I don't really know what it could be. Um, they already shot some of my hopes and dreams down with uh, two characters, so you know, it is what it is, man. Doctor Phil, him and Doctor Mario go have a few. That would definitely that would <laughs> definitely break the internet. I feel like, okay, so here's the problem: you need to make sure that. You... <laughs> wow, but. It... Doctor is <laughs> oh okay <laughs> um so yeah man uh dude i gotta tell you when you said that at the beginning i was just like dang man 25 years of the same franchise has it really been that long since smash brothers came out man i didn't want to think about mario um yeah this year man, makes 22 uh, years I, yeah th this year be 22 years Well, yeah, man, I, I, I kind of like, I feel like 
So this is going to be like the last, they said that this is like the last character that's coming out. First off, I'm not sure who the last character could be, but if I had to take a character, like just be off the top of my head, who I would like to be in the game, Kool -Aid, man. I would say uh, Beautiful. Oh, I'm sorry. I was trying to guess what you was going to say. I say Kool Aid, man. Kool Aid, man. <laughs> Jinx. Oh, yeah. Beautiful Joe would be a cool character, though. Yeah. I yeah. Like, yeah. If I, if I was like a character, I would be like, yeah, man. Beautiful Joe and Smash Brothers, that would be pretty sick. Um, man, but it's like. I feel like Smash will be like, yeah, I, I feel like you're kind of right. Like 2020, what do you say, 2023, 2024, something like that. Like it would last too. I would, I would say that that's, that, I would say that that sounds pretty accurate to me, you know, because Smash, like even before when they weren't able, able to like even add characters, that, um, the half-life of a Smash um, playing pretty high before that, like, you know, before we didn't didn't have the ability to add characters. Now you got the ability to just add characters into the game after the fact, and it's like, oh yeah, like it's uh, it, like it's probably going to be going strong for a hot minute. Um, I don't know, man. Like the I kind it's a little little saddening because it's like it's kind of like an end of an era kind of thing if they don't add any more characters, you know? Because then you're kind of like, okay, what happens after this? Is there going to be another Smash or not? <laughs> We're just going to keep um Smash Ultimate the same way it is, and then just like. You know that's that's going to be the the horse that you ride into the sunset. So, I don't know, man. Seems seems kind of weird. Hopefully, it's not the last Smash game. I mean, there are other characters coming out in other games all the time, and uh, who knows? Maybe they find ways to improve the um, mechanics in the next game if they make one. But and then that's that's my whole take on it. Yeah, I think what Devin said of just like, you know, ham. Because really, there's only a Smash every console, and we don't expect Nintendo, Nintendo to move on from the Switch for a minute. I mean, there's been no rumblings and hearings of that. So we know yeah. Smash Ultimate is going to kind of be carried on for a while. Um, I mean, if they stop making Smash, I mean, 25 years, what else you can ask from them? The only thing I would ask is this last character just needs to be the one character that everybody, the majority of everybody and their mama been asking for. Just just put Sora in the game. If you put Sora in the game and we end it on that, cool. You know, it's, it's mostly who everybody been asking for. Nobody be mad if they put Sora in the game. I'm pretty sure everybody would just like Sora. So if it ended, just give us what we want at the ending. You know, don't come out and be like, another anime Sora character. Stop it. Like, just stop. Um, but I just... I don't think this is going to be it for Smash. I think the best case scenario is what Devin would say. Devin said, just port it to another system. Make sure it has great netcode and just keep adding characters. Like, that, that would be yeah. amazing to keep doing that. So... Um, but I have a question for you guys. If there was one character that they'd put in that make you pick it up, like right now, what character would that be? For that last spot, what would make you pick Jack. it up? Jack. Maybe Crash Bandicoot, but Jack. Jack for sure. Yeah, I think. Or if they put a Jesse Radio character in there. Combine it. I guess they could make the Jet Set radio character something like Squirtle. 
But yeah, Jack, if they put Jack in the game, with me, I think that'd be something that I'd be like, all right. All right, I get, I get to live Jack and Daxter through something somehow. So, you know, that'd be cool. What about you, E? Um, I got a couple of characters. Uh, I would say, you know, like I mentioned before, Beautiful Joe. I think if they put Beautiful Joe in the game, that would be it. That'd be like, man. I mean, I already own the game, but I'd buy the game again if I if I saw that they put Beautiful Joe in the game. Um, I think the other uh, other character would be uh, Travis Touchdown from No More Heroes. Like if they put Travis Touchdown in there, I would definitely buy the game. Uh, I don't know why I track- thought you were gonna say Travis Scott. <laughs> Travis Scott. <laughs> they might as well go ahead and put your top hat in the game, E. Um, we, are, we already know you cool with them Nintendo boys. Yeah, so. right. Master <laughs> Hand. Yeah, right. Yeah, maybe they should put Master Hand in the game. Like, Ooh, that would be that's dope. That's the last they character. It's going to be Master Hand. Go crazy Hand in the game. Just go ahead and do that. Yeah, just have a flop and all of it. Like, they, they, they yeah. need to go ahead and do that. That would be dope. But yeah, um, but yeah, man, that would it's be crazy cool. to think, you know, man, we getting old, 20, uh, 2024, thinking if that's as long as it'll go, that'd be 25 years of the same, of the same franchise, you know, and I mean, all, yeah. throughout all the years, there would be a good range of characters, because the more and more they keep going, like, you know, Smash Brothers is going to be like an insatiable, you, you're not going to be able to quench, like, the, the, the appetite of the people it's always going to be another character they're going to want in the game. It's always going to be somebody that they're going to want in the game. So, you know, it's going to be their work cut out for them, you know. So, but. Yeah. That's that's the blessing and curse of making a game with a 3 million characters in it. Because <clears throat> you keep adding, especially not not just from, like, let's say if it had just been 80 characters of Nintendo characters, with like, you know, 50 Mario characters and, like, 35 of them characters, which that's kind of what it was at one point. But now you bring it in characters from other like Snake was the one character to me to just like okay, anything is yeah, anything is possible now. Snake, like Snake yeah. in here choking out Mario, he choking out Ganondorf. Like you never would have seen that coming. He came from an M rated game. That was the craziest thing to me. Like he came from an M rated game. Um, and this, my thing is even Bayonetta, she came from an M rated game. You know, it's like. And two of the characters that I was going to say, but, you know, they shot them down with this last trailer, um, Dante and Lloyd. Uh, I feel like those characters were disrespected. <laughs> um, first of all, Lloyd was Lloyd was already a me fighter, so I don't even understand, like, the re-releasing of Lloyd. He was already, like, a, a me fighter, I think. So I'm like, and just seeing Dante, like, a me fighter, I was just like, man, he deserves so much more, man. It's just sad, man. I just, I really want to see Dante in the game, man. Or... You get Resident Evil killer. I take Leon. I take. I even take Chris. I take a zombie from Resident Evil. I got a question. Which Lloyd are you talking about? From uh, Tales of Symphonia. Oh, okay. I was about to say. I'm like, we thought about Lloyd from Tales of Symphonia. You play Tales games, Devin? Yeah. Oh, okay. Which one's your favorite? Symphonia. Chris will okay. actually have the bowl I'm punch, kind of like how, what is it, Bowser had the move, well, Charles R got the move, he headbutts a boulder. Chris will have, like, he just pull out a boulder and punch yeah. him through it. Actually, Charles, actually, Chris will probably be Charles R's hardest matchup. Actually, <laughs> I, 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 I want to backtrack real quick. You, you, you asked a question, like, you, you got some hate toward Tails games, E. 
Who me? Yeah. No, I love Tales. Okay, okay. Games. I was. I was like, you play Tales oh, games. I, no, I just didn't know you okay, played okay, Tales okay. games. Bro. I, I didn't know you played Tales <laughs> games. I was like, oh, okay. Uh-huh. That's why I was. Oh. Huge. Besides fighting games, I am a RPGs is close. Probably my actually my favorite genre game. I love me some RPGs, man. Tales of Phony Two was trash though. Let's get that out of the way. Dang. Uh, uh, cool. I like Tales of Berseria. So. Last point to hit on, like what Devin said when he was like, when Snake was put in the game, uh, it kind of like crossed all the, the boundaries. I agree. Brawl was the game that kind of like made you think like, oh, okay, so we finna go to a new novel with this. But for me, when they put Sonic in the game, it was kind of like, you I, you just never thought Sonic was going to be in the game. Like they was beefing all them years. You know, it's just not going to happen. You know, it would basically just get to a point like, all right, Mario the big dog, kind of like LeBron recruiting a player to his team. You know, Mario just going up to something like, hey, bro, look, come on, man. We know I won. We know I won, and I'm on right now. We don't know what you doing, where you at. I just even had to do research to find you. Come on, get in the game, bro. Like, it's what the people want. That's just, you know, so it just made it seem like Nintendo just finally big dog Sega. And got Sonic in the game. Like you, I just never thought because you, we, like you, Devin was saying, we was here about Sonic being in the game before Brawl, and then he finally came into the game, and it was just like, oh, okay, so we can, we can do whatever now. We like Thanos. We can make reality whatever we want at this point, you know. So, yeah, but mm-hmm. so we can go on to um our next topic. So wait, did you want to do that Grand Blue topic, Devin? Um, what was it? The one where he was saying, like, what else? Um, what was it? What else besides netcode could help Grand Blue? Yeah, besides online, what was what, what does the game need? Um, I think we do. I mean, I haven't played Grand Blue a whole lot. Of reason I will say one thing: like, I think care because I think the characters that come in the game have been cool. But I think we could probably get some more characters, man, for sure. Like. That roster was was lacking at first. Have you been keeping up with Grand Blue lately? A little bit. Did you see that new character they put yeah. in the game? It looks like Wolverine. Yeah, he, he looks dope. Yeah, so, yeah. The characters, like, I mean, the thing about, like, Grand Blue, I think, is, like, the characters look kind of like, I mean, they don't, the quality of character that they bring out hasn't really dropped. You know what I mean? Like, they brought out Zoe. Zoe was pretty cool. Beelzebub at the beginning. Beelzebub was cool. Narmaya was cool. You know, um, I think the one dude with the spear, I don't I don't play with that guy, that potato-looking dude, potato. but I heard he's pretty good. The chick with the fox, fox tails. Eustace is pretty awesome. I mean, I haven't seen a, part- a character where I'm like, oh, man, that character looks lame. But I, like, Belial, like, all the characters that they've come out with so far have been pretty cool. So it's like, I mean, I think like the like if they keep along this trend, I think we should be all right. You know, as far as like the characters, the quality of character that they're bringing out. Because as far as I hear, nobody's like oh, that's been like released DLC has been overtly like bad or unplayable. So I mean, they look cool. The quality is high. Uh, I mean, what more could you ask? Well, for I guess we'll like just that, make it a simple grand blue topic. What was the name of the last character that just released again? Blau. Stick, stick, like stick. Okay, or something like that. Six. All right. So Six. for our next topic, we have Grand Blue Fantasy Versus. Uh, they just released uh their latest character that everybody says looks like Wolverine. 
which I mean, it was a pretty dope uh, character trailer. I ain't gonna lie, I saw it. It was a pretty dope character trailer. Um, but what is it about Grand Blue? Do you guys feel like that it would need to just take it, you know, to that next level? Uh, it's kind of like one of those games that. I mean, when people you hear people talk about it, they don't have anything too bad to say about it. But still, at the same time, it still just seems like it's one of those games that's not like you know, up there, up there. Um, so, I mean, obvious thing is kind of like the netcode and stuff. Like that. <laughs> it's kind of like the netcode that's really been so much hurting them. But um, what do you guys feel? And it's one of the most beautifully cinematic games ever. Those specials are amazing. Uh, and hearing Issei, Issei SSBA uh, during commentary is also pretty amazing. So what do you guys feel like? Is there anything like Grand Blue Fantasy lacks that it could do better to really get it up there? Do you feel like it's cool where it is? Starting with you, Mr. Gamer Lift. Um, so just what you said with the um, the beautiful cutscenes and cinematic quality, I think they should have utilized it a lot more in this story mode. That whole like show character portraits across the screen and show some text i just think that really didn't help out grand blue in terms of the story mode i feel like after playing strive and seeing his, his story mode i like the way they did because normally you want to play the story mode but sometimes it's almost like you just want to see what's going on and i think the way they did it in the strive where they just literally it's almost it's like it's literally a movie it's an anime movie you're literally watching episodes of an anime i think that's how you should do it for games like this where you don't it's a lot going on you don't really know or you could go the route of, since Grand Blue is like a game where, you know, I don't know when that, um, like the Monster Hunter RPG type game is coming out. But it's a game where I feel like it has a quality where you can make it like an adventure type game. If y'all remember the game back in the day, Urgies, Urgies, however you want to pronounce things, Urgies, um, the Final Fantasy fighting game it had a quest mode. And it was rough around the edges, but at the time, that quest mode was actually kind of cool, how you ran around the dungeon and fought and stuff. I think now with today's technology, you could do something like that. That would have been perfect for Grand Blue. Um, but instead, we just had like the, the pseudo side scrolling type thing, which is kind of cool and was kind of reminiscent of um, games such as Dragon's Crown and Odin Spear, which are really good games. And they had done it more like that. That would have been really cool, but they it wasn't quite like that. So I think they just should have really put more effort into the story mode, I think, for uh, Grand Blue. And like I said, you to do that like, whole like adventure type, RPG element story mode or just make it a cinematic movie just like Strive did and utilize the visuals and like the, the cinematic quality of the game. But you know, instead they just gave us slide character across the screen text. And I mean, I guess at the time that was probably the easiest way to do it. And also the price, man. Cut the price down, man. <laughs> Can we get some sales on that game? I think that's supposed to be an artist sale this weekend, I think. But I, like I bet you, I bet you I know one game they're gonna be on sale. Grand Blue. So yeah, give us some, give us more cinematic stuff in the story mode. Just give us like a, a, a you know movie quality type thing, type deal or whatever, and cut the price down, man. That, that game never be on sale. Um, for me, I think the thing that will put uh, Grand Blue on top a little bit. I mean, the unfortunate thing is like Grand Blue uh, suffered by coming out at a very awkward time. So it never really got to have those like really, it never really got to feature at any of like the big, like, to like you know, the big venues, at least as far as I know. So it's kind of like, you know, I think one of the things would be like Granville actually getting its spot in the sun to actually, you know, go to a, be at a tournament and have like, you know, people sign up and it'd be like, okay, these are the amount of people 
that show up and whether or not it gets like a big following or not, whether people are willing to give it the chance that it actually should have gotten what like back in 2020. So, uh, yeah, I think that, I think the character, as far as we, the characters are concerned, that last character looks pretty cool. They've been pretty good with the DLC as far as I remember, but yeah, like the price, <laughs> the price range is kind of ridiculous, man. Like you got to spend it in the, an inordinate amount of money to have all the characters, to have the game, and then all the characters. Because like Devin said, that game is like pretty much never on sale. I don't think I've seen that game. I, I, maybe I'm not looking close enough, but I don't think I've seen that game on sale since it released. I've seen it on sale and, once. Uh, and I think at that time once, it was like 40 some dollars still. Yeah, man. They need, they, they need a sale for the game. They need like a, a bundle pack or something like that. You know what I mean? Maybe you don't have to pay like $800 to get the game and all the DLC. Maybe you just pay $100 instead, man. I don't know. But the thing about it is, is like, it's too much money. It's because especially if like you really want to, like if you're somebody who wants to take the game a little bit more seriously and you want to get to know, like give yourself a chance to know all the other characters and stuff like that, then you're going to want, I mean, even if you're not, just to be a completionist, like you're a, com uh, a completionist like me, I'm, I'm going to want all the stuff. So I want to buy all the stuff, but I don't necessarily want to pay $250 for all the stuff. I just want to want to come in like conveniently after everybody's already played the game. And then they say, hey, listen, we're selling the game for $10 and all the DLC for $5 each. That's the kind of deal that I want to see. Now, that's not the deal probably we're ever going to get with Grand Blue, but it's nice to think about. And maybe if we take a step, maybe a little bit in that direction, I think think they'll be they'll be more likely to bring in more people because nobody wants to like come in um you know late and pay like a full price like play the full price tag no? like the game came out like you know last year you know you, i think we deserve more than one sale you know for a game that's been out for as long as it has i think you know especially if like you know they're always doing like namco bandai sales and stuff like that and tekken will be like five bucks <laughs> so yeah yeah, net code and price is something that is two things that can really like hinder the growth of your game because one with bad net code, people who are already playing it understand that you know trying to play with your friends and stuff like that is something that's going to be like atrociously difficult. And then for the newcomer, when people ask like you know, hey, should I get into the game? I already see like he got this hefty price tag, so I'm already kind of like skeptical. Should I play? And it's like, well. If you really like playing by yourself at all times, yeah, you know, so, so, and most people who play fighting games, that's not the case. So those two things can really, really like hinder you, uh, in this day and age. I mean, you know, before, you know, like Evan was saying and another thing, delay base is kind of like what we always had. So, you know, but in today's age, you know, with, with, with rollback being such a big thing, you know, those two things right there can, like, really hinder you from people who already have played it and the people who are trying to get into playing it. So, I really think a price decrease. Because, I mean, the game looks cool. I mean, when you look at these characters, when you look at the cinematics, you know, when I watch NLBC tournaments for uh, Grand Blue Fantasy Versus, I'm always highly entertained by what I'm seeing. But, you know, that's just from a person who's watching, though, you know. So the people who's investing their time to actually playing yeah. it, going through the struggle of like, you know, uh, lag and all this other stuff, it's a different thing for them, you know? So Grand Blue is definitely a game, especially if we can get back to like offline. I really think Arxis, the people who created it, 
will really like put a lot of time into like making sure that this game is pushed and people can see like the best that it has to offer because we're seeing like with us being in like an online era for so long i don't think we're seeing the best that this game has to offer so and i know the last time one of the last times i read like an interview about them they were saying like man we just we really just pushing for these offline tournaments so we're really <laughs> we're really hoping stuff gets back going so uh anybody else have anything to add i think <clears throat> for for some reason i don't know why it's, i'm thinking grand blue would benefit from this the most but doing like a trial type thing, you know, uh, virtual, not virtual fighter, but Ditto Live did the, the core trial where you get the game for free, but you only get like, yeah. maybe like four characters. And if you want to, you know, buy the a character you're interested in, you pay for them or whatever, just to, you know, give people like, you try the game, oh, I can't like this, I want to play it more. Um, I think just maybe do that. That might bring more people in instead of just having it, you know, cost so much all the time. If you're not going to bring any sales for it, just give like a, a core version of the game. Because, I mean, if we're being honest, like, the game kind of, it's kind of bare bones a little bit. It ain't, it's not the, it's not like the most content packed, which, I mean, a lot of fighting games now aren't. I mean, you know, you might have games like MK, you know, they have, like, the crypt mode, the story mode, all this stuff. So, but most games, for the most part, fighting games, they don't have a whole lot of content outside of just, like, people really playing the game against each other versus mode and online. So, I think that would benefit uh, Grand Blue, but. They probably won't do it. I mean, if they only want to put the game on sale, they're definitely not gonna make a core trial, yeah. core trial version of the game. Yeah, it's kind of funny you mentioned that because I remember I wasn't. They were doing like Dead or Alive, um, and they did that. I was like, oh, okay, well, let me try out the game and see how I feel about it. And I played the core, core fighters thing, and I was like, you know what? I like this game enough to buy to buy the rest of the characters. So I ended up buying like the full version of the game. Like I bought all the characters and everything. And I'm like, yeah, this game is fun. I enjoy playing. Man, I'm about to re-download that on my Xbox, actually. But yeah, man, like, it was definitely worth it, in my opinion, to actually do that. Because then you can kind of, you know, people can see how they feel about, like, you know, the um, uh, about the game mechanics. And maybe that there might be a character that they kind of mesh with. You know, maybe they'll get lucky in one of the characters they play with in the free version. Like, they're like, yeah, man, I like this character. I want to play other characters in the game, you know? So, yeah, I think you're right. I think they would really benefit from something like that. Now, whether they do it or not, it's a completely different story. But I think, like, when you have that kind of, like, even with, like, Killer Instinct, like, I had, um like, they had, like, the free character rotation or whatever. I played Saberwolf. I had fun. And I eventually uh, ended up getting, like, all the characters. Like, I just bought all of them because I was like, you know, why not? Like, <laughs> I'm having fun with this character. I want to see if I have fun with other characters. I had fun with, was it, Con Ron stuff? Man, that game was great, man. So that's another thing that kind of benefited from that exact, that kind of same um, blueprint. So yeah, yeah, I think, like I said, they would benefit, but they probably won't do it. It would be really cool though. It'd be really cool. Yeah. So, but with this offline season seem to be up ahead, you know, uh, we've been through the dust. The dawn is about to return. We'll be able to see which fighting games will be able to going to do, you know, uh, the most to get themselves back up there, you know, before, you know, when EVO Online and stuff happened, you know, we had, uh, EVO Online was packed with games that was really going to have, like, finally get some shine, like Skullgirls, them fighting herds and stuff like that. Um, Actually, somebody was just <laughs> commenting, talking about them fighting herds underneath one of our uh, videos. They were saying, like, um, them fighting herds is, like, a really good game and all that other stuff, but people really don't give it its respect. But we should, we're going to be able to see, like, um, 
when offline comes back, like who is really going to be, you know, doing the most to make their game um, what it is. And it also depends on how much are we still going to be kind of messing with online tournaments and stuff too, because that might be something people just still want to do, you know. It's more convenient just to be like, yeah. hey, meeting the Discord, you know, <laughs> than it is running an event. So I feel like, I guess that could be another topic for another day, but I feel like we should keep both, do both, you know, not just 100% fully go back to like offline uh, tournaments and stuff, but, you know, have like online tournaments just as well too, especially with all these games coming out with good netcode. So, but yeah, that's it. We're at the end of the show. As always, we're going to end it with our takeaways that usually just turn into hate speech. So starting with you, Mr. Game and Live, what words do you want to end us with? Um, a wise man once yeah. told me, um, Jack, go grab the precursor orbs. So Nintendo, please just put Jack in the game as the final character in Smash. It'll make everybody's life better. Um, I'll even accept Ratchet, you know. Um, so Sakurai, just please, you know, if you can do that for us, they'll make us here at uh TVFGC very happy. I know I'll be happy. Um, Naughty Dog, make Jack four. That also make the world a better place. Remember, guys, if you're playing Mortal Kombat on arc arcade modes, be careful because they will punch you in the face. Um, yeah, just y'all stay safe out there this weekend. Play some Strive. Make sure you get your block is strong because you will die in two hits. Uh, and I'm going to hand off to E, man. Oh, thank you, Mr. Game and Lift. Yo, everybody, as always, it's me, your boy, MC Amazing, saying thank you to everybody for uh, tuning in. Once again, uh, make sure that you check out the Patreon. As always, yo, we got nice goodies, nice FGC goodies in there waiting for you guys. I don't know what you're waiting for. Go on there and get them. Anyway, um, yeah, man, as always, it's great to be back for another session of Input Output with these fine gentlemen, uh, constantly talking about, um, like, all the uh, happenings within the FGC. You know, we're, we're very proud to be able to sit here and do this and uh, really, like, uh, go back and forth and communicate with you guys. You know, we're getting, like, you know, messages from you know, fans and stuff like that, which is like, especially from our boy, Big Sif, man, always coming with those, like, really those deep fighting game questions, man. I don't know where he comes up with this stuff, but uh, thank you very much, Big Sif. You know, you're you're the greatest. You're the MVP, man. You're the real MVP. But um, yeah, uh, let me uh, let me just uh, go ahead and end my take here, you know, and, and pass it off to another another real MVP, our boy, Rexon Max. Uh, appreciate that handoff, uh, MC Amazing. Hopefully I uh, make the shot. So nobody really said anything like Saltfield, you know, with their takeaways. So I'll make sure I in that pattern right now. Don't play Vega. If you go back and do your research, just as Mr. <laughs> uh, MC Amazing has laid out, um, you can go and see the horrible trashiness that is Vega. If you go and do your research in Street Fighter Alpha 3, don't play him. Don't even look his direction in the character select screen. Matter of fact, if you could find a way to just, if I'm pretty sure if, if he could just be modded out of the game, uh, we could do that. You know, he's, he's just a bad person. You know, you don't want to, you know, play a character that just sounds like in reverse waste management trash truck on your screen. So, you know, uh, make sure to warn your kids about this. We need to stop this cycle. You know, future fighting game generations just don't need to be tainted liking people like this guy. So, yeah, man, just PSA, you know. But also, it's just a great week, another week of doing this. 
FGC news has been kind of light. It's kind of been like just Guilty Gear Strive, everything for the past couple of weeks, which is dope. I mean, that's it's great that the FGC during this time has gotten a game that everybody can come together, praise, and get salty at the same time. So, you know, it's it's pretty cool. You know, I, I love seeing people dying in two hits, so it's pretty great. So, but yeah, so that's all we have for this show. Um, see you guys next time on the next Input Output, and peace out. Peace out, y'all. Love, peace, and hair grease, everybody. Don't play Vega.